0: It's our opening line.
1: I don't know the opening line. Hello. <laughs> I'm <Welcome>. sorry, Mama.
0: <laughs> I never met.
1: We're cleaning out the closet. Oh, okay, because I, wouldn't I have the copyright thing? Wouldn't that
0: be an issue? No, we're not going to sing it. <laughs> we can hum it. We can sing it. We just can't play it.
1: Well, welcome to the okay. Christina Gina Show. <laughs> Another yeah. rambling event. Yeah, last night was like almost three hours. Was it? Did yeah. you listen at it all? Almost all of it. Jeez, I didn't listen to it at all. Why?
0: Why don't you listen to these things?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I do sometimes. Well, the the our organic life is fun because I, <laughs> it's, you can see our facial expressions and stuff like that. That's fun. But I just haven't. Plus, I haven't been feeling well last couple days, so it really wasn't on my mind. So, how are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm feeling okay today. I got four hours of straight sleep. That feels yeah. good to me because you don't understand.
0: Yeah, what was up with yesterday? So what
1: happened? I hadn't slept at all, and I thought that if I drove, that I would probably crash or something. Okay. But I, and I just didn't want, so I didn't take Jackson School. Yesterday was a full moon, or a full moon. New moon. New moon. I, yeah, I just, I was not feeling well at all. You saw me the day before when I came over, and I was like, I'm tired, remember? Yeah. And I, my eyeball, my eyes hurt when I don't sleep, and I'm, like, literally sluggish, like, I think a slug couldn't walk faster than me at that point. So I'm really glued to the bed. And I look at the kitchen and I'm like, I yell at everybody for not doing the kitchen because I can't do it. That's that's me because I don't like a dirty house. But by the way, do you know any good housekeepers? I need some deep cleaning done and I don't want to do it. Just don't want it. I don't have the energy. I don't want to do it, but I can't stand looking at it. I need a housekeeper that is reliable. I don't even know. I, don't, I, can't what I'm I feel pretentious saying, do you want to hire a housekeeper? I only want a one-time thing done, like, you know, kind of like if they're going to move out, like cleaning, that's the kind of cleaning I want. Gosh. Plus my dog pissed everywhere, and I got pee stains everywhere, it's really gross. I need to kill train him. I don't believe in hitting him, so I haven't done it so far. And I haven't. I had him for six years. He still pisses everywhere. Oh, because gosh, I, told everybody, I, I told everybody, don't hit him! He's the only dog I've ever loved. I hated dogs before I met him. Don't hit him, he's so tiny, so small, Don't. and doesn't believe in hitting. I never did. So he's spoiled well, brat. He sleeps in bed with us and it really bothers me when he's he he, he sometimes robs me up my sleep because he wakes up every couple hours to have to go pee outside. And of course I'm gonna be like, well I can't yell at him because he's used to doing this. And I'm, a, I'm this I'm the kind of person that would if I yell at him and tell him to go lay down or go to go away, he'll I feel like I'll hurt his feelings. So I don't do it. And I get mad if Dustin says, Go lay down, Scrappy. Don't talk to Scrappy that's me <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's well, how awful I am with my dog no that's
0: like you in general with most people in your life do you see that's like a reflection of boundaries with other people it's funny you pointed that out that's probably true like it didn't you just yeah
1: that's true about everybody though well that's true about me as far as boundaries go I think that I think, well, I think I, instead of giving, setting boundaries, I think I kind of just run away and don't talk to them. <laughs> like, okay, I think I went too far with that. I'm just not gonna talk to them anymore. That's what I do, instead of saying, you made me mad for doing this and that, and I'm sorry I didn't give you boundaries, but instead of talking about it at all, I'll just run away and mm-hmm. I won't talk to them at all again, so there's that. I just thought about that, Could you pointed that out. So, you know, there's, there's boundaries between me and you that we unsaid know about, I think, Yeah, but we get it because our souls get it. This is deeper than just our flesh, though. Not
0: everybody's on the same level. They just, you know, this is different. We understand because we're going through the same thing. So I get when you're doing your own thing and that you need that time and space. And I, like, just like there's times I just, I need my own space. I know what it feels like. I get it. And I don't need somebody making me feel guilty about me not giving them my time like i've experienced in relationships because that sucks that sucks when people are like well you know that whole guilt trip bullshit
1: yeah it sucks that's why i texted you today even though i said let's postpos- postpone the podcast of today i still wasn't gonna assume that you were in the mood to do it that's why i was like are you at home can i come over i'm actually surprised i didn't think you were and I wasn't I, I wasn't even going to text
0: you. I was just going to let it go because I,
1: I know the I, new moon I, well I knew. I, I knew that you would, too. I was like, well, I didn't feel like it. I really still felt like shit today. I for, got up, forced myself to take a shower, and I'm like, oh, this was too much energy. I just exerted. I got to lay back down. Literally, I, that's how my day is a lot, when as before, I would never stop. I miss those days. I miss those days of never stopping. But I exerted too much energy taking a shower. It's probably my lack of energy from not sleeping. I'm just going to assume it's that or something.
0: Your body's still catching up, Gina. Eventually, you're going to get to that point where it's natural energy. Like now, it's natural. Like every single day I'm doing something, I don't actually have a day off where I sleep in and do nothing. I'm constantly... And I thought a couple months ago, I sat there seeing this stuff kind of unfold, and I had a panic attack before I started the Cashwise job. I was like... God, there's no way you can expect me to do this. And then I took on the model cleaners job. And I'm like, I just soaked myself. Yeah, because I'm working. You took me to work at model cleaners too? I work at my, I have three jobs. I didn't know that. So Monday is cash wise. mm -hmm. Tuesday is the AA plus my Bible study. Okay. Wednesday and Thursday is cash wise. Friday is model cleaners and the overnight at the shelter into Saturday. Saturday, I was doing the jail thing, but. But, um, but I don't get done and showered and done it back from the shelter and then get cleaned up from that until about noon. Okay, you're busy. And then so Sunday I also do church every single Sunday and two weekends of that I do the <clears throat> preschool program. I'm the helper, and then also at five thirty on Sundays we're going to be going over to Eckerd to doing the back to basics. I'm gonna so like yeah. And I'm just like, I'm sitting here, and now, starting Monday, I am I have double classes coming up for my college. I took on an extra class to graduate sooner. That sounds utterly exhausting to me right now. <laughs> but, really, I didn't think, that's what I was worried about. I was like, what about me time? I'm going to be so tired. Guess what? I'm not tired. I'm really, like, it's just unfolding nice where I don't feel tired. I'm still getting sleep. Like, all the energy I used to spend riding my bike everywhere. Um, walking at the park. All these little things I used to spend alone time energy on are now spent doing the things that are,
1: I'm really passionate about.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, I was going to not come because I felt like crap. And then I pushed myself to, I was like, well, maybe I'll feel better if I blew my eyeliner. And so, and then I was watching some Surviving R. Kelly thing on Netflix all these women that went through all this rape and stuff like that not rape sorry he didn't rape anybody but he was just not good to women especially 14 year olds or whatever like that so i was watching that and i was like if i don't get off my ass and do something i'm going to be a complete hermit with slowly gradually you know so i was feeling okay today so i'm "I'm gonna take that energy and just go which is why i did like i said i didn't want to assume that you were gonna wanted to see me because I'm like, you have days too, so. If he had said yes, I was like, okay, she said yes, I'm gonna get up, that's when I started getting ready. It was the moment you said yes. Oh, okay, okay. Because she said no, I was gonna lay right back down, so that's what that was. But, you know, so, and tomorrow we're going to Fargo celebrate my Jackson and Anthony's birthday for the weekend so we don't go back to the 11th. Which is Monday. Yeah, hopefully it's when you find out some good news. Good news. That's when the guy comes back to look at the email, I guess.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all going to be good. I already know. I already know. Like, there's just been a lot of stuff spiritually that um, God is in control of everything. Everything is happening for a reason. Like, this stall. Like, no, all of that. I do know this is all God. And I've watched it. Like, there's this guy at Aid the Jail Coordinator. Yesterday, we had our business meeting. And this sick man's like 70 years freaking old and he's mocking people gina and he's mocking me and i'm just like i'm trying to figure it out and i realized that's that underlying darkness in people he can't control it he can't is that the guy that said uh something he was the coordinator that he was was the one that got emailed he was the one that got emailed from the aa group and he thought i was on probation and
1: i was just like
0: oh wait but here's the thing I have to let it pass because anyway, so I didn't even engage in that. And I was just like, because it's bigger. The thing is, it's bigger than him. It's bigger than me. This is bigger than AA. This is bigger than, this is God. And if I, I've realized like all this time looking back, if I'm looking at spiritual warfare, I was trying to do what God could not do. Or what I was trying to do God's job. I can't change people we can never change people get them to see the light hmm. like Rivas never ever ever you can't
1: you have to let them go they Don't have. Let anybody go why I mean, anybody has everybody has to. you can't like if you you can say Gina get out of your weird you can tell me what you think and I might take that into consideration but yeah you can't change me Mm-mm. like any of that stuff that's true no nope,
0: nope. you just have to let it go and I was like, oh man, you know, I wanted this guy to change. I was trying to be God. Again, the original sin of the Bible.
1: So, what was that thing that you said about, you thought about, I wanted to repeat it again, that too, going too fast to catch a cold? Oh, when we were talking
0: about, when you were talking about,
1: um, I was talking about Methodist. Well, yeah i was talking about cr- but this the, the this yeah my was a it's a more user. of yeah. like
0: it's more of like so i'm all about analyzing everything why is that true i had to think about that why is like high meta- i had to think high metabolism even a manipulated high metabolism a lot of people with high metabolism you know they they ain't getting sick they ain't catching nothing wait a second i had to think about that because their body is speeding up and processing mm-hmm. that sickness so out you faster. do you do believe I mean I, I never do you believe that that kind of stuff is I a do thing. but at the same time well, but alcoholics get sick too. I'm yeah, but over sick. time you are breaking down your body with that with that drug. I guess the drug is different than alcohol. But even alcohol, you're still breaking down the liver and the body. So when you stop, your body is going to crash in a deep look at you. Your body is oh, crashing in a deep sickness. Still crashing. So you may have avoided the everyday sniffles and colds. But look at you
1: now. Yeah, You're suffering. Spoken. I think I'm gonna, gonna like stay in bed for three months just to catch up with myself. Now that I get to do that, yay! By the way, still It's disgusting. Still. Have you taken
0: a saltwater bath? You've got. No, I mean,
1: no, I'm, I'm talking about the the bathroom. Still, I don't even know how I'm gonna go to Fargo, in a six-hour drive, without having to go to the bathroom every freaking thirty minutes.
0: Then stop and go every thirty minutes. <laughs>
1: Sometimes I'm on the road do Dude, food. I don't care. Sometimes it's just like,
0: oh, it, 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 you got to go. Gotta I know. Go. But listen, so one time on the way from here to Billy and so with Rebus, and he remembers this because I was so freaked out because I never knew how to poop and asked people that I had to go poop, okay? We're going to talk about <laughs> poop, I guess, because this is funny. So we're almost to Glendive,
1: and I'm seriously— You never like, asked Rebus that you had to go to the—
0: who? I didn't know how to have that conversation oh, well, with the man. That's nothing
1: I have an issue with, but go ahead, I would've hit a story. I don't okay.
0: So we're like going to Glendive in his little car. I don't know if you No, you never saw his little two-door Honda with no power. The black car. No power steering. Mm-mm. Like <laughs> No, that would be awful. Yeah, this no, it was a great car. So we're in this car and it was so bad. We we probably were drinking at my parents' house the night before. Not not even exaggerating. And I had to go so bad I I thought I wasn't gonna make it, Gina. And we get to the very... I said, We have to stop. He goes, Okay.
1: I'm like, Oh, we have to stop
0: now. Oh, you said it that abruptly? Yes, I thought I was I thought he was gonna have to stop on the side of the road. Right. But so so, so
1: instead of gradually saying, Hey, let's Nope. I so, let it built up. So I mean, then again, you can't. He's like, okay, he, like he, he probably would've been okay no, with because you because
0: nobody. Because I get like that. I build everything up to a ten before I go. You know, I say yeah, something. Yeah. So we get to the gas station and somebody's in there, and I'm Ew. dying. I'm dying. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I go that down. happened to me a few days ago. I'll tell you that story after she's done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. But that's just it. I was like, oh,
1: that was it. I I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. Just, uh, you have diarrhea? Yes. Oh, okay. That's different. Yeah. So it was, I think a week ago or maybe a week and a half ago, this is when it was really bad when I was crying to you about it. And I was like, it, I, it, it, that also disrupts my sleep, too, disrupts my sleep as well, because I'll kind of fall asleep and then I'll wake up because I have to go to the bathroom. Falling back to sleep my issue. But that one time where I couldn't sleep, I couldn't sleep because every damn minute I had to go. I don't know why I kept, I, I was at the point wasn't even, it was just water at that point. It was disgusting. But, so I'm pacing back and forth, and even if I, I sneezed a lot, so when I sneezed, this happened three times in one night, I just shit myself. (laughs) Three times in one night, good thing it wasn't in bed, three times I was shitting myself three times, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I had to throw all those three pairs of shorts I was wearing away. Because I was like, this is so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> and then I told my, my son and my husband next day, they are just laughing at me. like, ew, did you get the bed? You know, they, because every time I'm with Dustin, he's like, oh, you got, because I'm like, I got to go. He's like, oh, yeah, just don't blow up the whole house. You know, he'll be sleeping and hear Me <laughs> dropping, like, boom. And I'm like, he just, I'm not embarrassed with it anymore. I used to be embarrassed with it with him, but not anymore. But yeah, that's a stupid conversation. So I'm still experiencing that. And I think it's been, I quit September 9th completely. Okay, so we yeah, we need the backdrop. Yeah, the, let's get the the into kratom. I, yeah, I quit September. I got back from California September 8th and for some reason I had no even thought of doing it the day September 9th. I woke up going, I'm quitting. There's no reason to do it. I, okay, so let's
0: get a backdrop though. First of all, Kratom is a pill that we've been talking about that you've been taking for how
1: long? Well, Kratom actually exactly, isn't. Is, is you could make it into okay, a pill okay. form. Yeah, it, I took it as a powder form it's very, very, very fine powder that I would wrap in tissue and drop it like it's a okay. parachute it. Um, I would take a tablespoon every three hours. I didn't take that all the time. I gradually took, at the end of my taking it, it was a tablespoon every three hours and a tablespoon is pretty big. And it's pretty hard to swallow too. So I, I developed a technique to swallow it um, before I used to gag and stuff on it. But um, it, it the, what it did was it didn't make me high, it stabilized me when I was, When I after three hours, when I start yawning and my eyes get watery it's because I have to take it again. So it just kept me, maintained me to be normal. But what got you started on it in the beginning? Well, I was trying to find a way to get off of, not wanting to take opiates, not wanting to take Vicodin. I just moved to Williston. Nobody has Vicodin in Williston. Nobody was prescribing nothing here, you know. I didn't know anybody in Williston to get Vicodin from back in Washington. I worked as a, as a waitress in a bar, so I was, that shit was everywhere, you know? Hey, give me this, give me that, and I would get that in a second. Um, here I didn't, so I was detoxing off of it, and it was driving me crazy, because I didn't want to quit it. I didn't want to quit it, I was forced to quit it. What did Vicodin do for you? Um, Well, I liked the initial feeling when it hit me, and I liked that I was fast at work. I was like one of the better servers at any time, I was always a good server because of it. And if, if I quit, that means I'd have to detox and feel sick. So I can't do that. I can't afford to get sick. I have to, be, I have to go to work as a waitress. You know, it's, you're on your feet. So even if I felt like quitting, <laughs> I couldn't afford to quit. I had to keep taking it just to even be okay. Um, does that make any
0: sense? Yes, yeah. actually. And when did you start doing that? Do you remember the year? Do you remember how long ago?
1: Do you remember that point in your life? Do you remember that time for me? I'm going to say maybe when Jackson was around. Well, I kind of dabbled in that before Jackson was way before Jackson was born, two thousand seven. I guess I got really into it two thousand. Well, J- Jackson's. Let's just say Jackson was maybe three or four, because I, I, like I said, I worked a lot. Okay. I, I was that Dustin was a stay-at-home. He he was at home at night. I was at home in the day, but I was sleeping most in the day. I, Of course, I took care of the kids and but, um, because I worked at night and he would stay at home with the kids at night. And I was always, because I had two jobs. I worked at a casino and whatever. I had a lot of jobs a lot of times. I would always different restaurants, whatever. But the point is, I doubt, I got really hardcore into it two years before I came to Williston. I came to Williston in 2015, I think. Really into it. I'm talking like most of my tips would go to it. And I had a lot of dusted about how I did a bad job when I would get two and $300. But I spent most of my tips on it. That's how expensive it was.
0: <clears throat> but, how much are we talking? Like, I know Vicodin's a pill, right? Yeah, I would kay. take
1: 10 milligrams you know, they would have 10 milligrams ones without the, uh, it would be the straight Vicodin, it wouldn't be the Would be the ones without the ibuprofen in it or whatever. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? The acetaminophen in it, it oh, would just okay. be straight Vicodin. Okay. The ones you can crush up and snort. Okay. That's what I love to do. I like to crush it okay. up and snort it. Um, or I would, you know, if I was at work, I'd just take the pills and I'm talking 10 okay. up to 15. F- up A straight. Up. Or 10 grams. If, not 10 grams, I don't know how many grams anything Oh, okay, but pills. pills. Yeah, pills. Oh, okay. Of 10, how much 10, 10 were they? milligrams. Okay. Of each. Okay. And then how this much were lot. they
0: a pill? Like, you, this okay. is interesting. I can't they, believe we're getting well, into how this. How much were they
1: a pill? Gosh, yeah. I don't remember that. Um, this is exciting. I know that I would spend 100 and something dollars for 10 of them. Maybe 20? I don't really remember, but I spent over $100. And I think I might t- those, I would take that maybe twice a day. Okay. Uh, so I'm basically putting $200, you know, give or take, in my body every day. Okay. So when I came here, I um, was going freaking nuts. And then I got addicted. To, I was always addicted to sleeping sleeping pills and this called thing called Ambi, and I was always addicted to that for some reason. I would always take it, and it would get me a little high. Then I would pass out, and I would do things like go out driving and go to jail because of it. Because really? Oh yeah, yeah. Really? On my on my twin's birthday, uh, it was my twin's birthday. It was one of the thirteen, fourteen, or fifteen. I don't remember. I took the pill. Went driving for some reason. Uh, had, I went to jail that night because I was driving, you know, under the influence. I was, I, I, did they know you were
0: under the influence?
1: Yeah, because I crashed into a car. And then oh. they said, could you please get out, you know, move? And I was like, I'm moving. I'm all, The car's in parked And I said, am like, I'm moving. I remember saying that. And then I went to jail um, <laughs> on my kid's birthday. Um, they hated me for that. And I don't even know why I did it. But I didn't take it to sleep. I took it to Whatever. And I'm sorry, I don't remember half the stuff I did. I don't remember. That's how blacked out I would get. Take it and take it and take it. I wouldn't remember nothing I did. Yeah. Um, Dustin would tell me I did this. I made a whole mess. I did a garage sale one time. and didn't. Just, like had makeup on like a clown and I went out and tried to put things up to put a garage sale. Don't remember doing that. It was ridiculous. I, I would. Do- I would have sex with him and he would, I, 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 I didn't remember it. You know, I, none of that stuff I remember, but I, and I don't even know how I got so much because it's a prescription. I don't know how I got so much. I'm thinking I would take 30 pills you would get. I would take that maybe in three days. <laughs> I, I don't not, think back then they filtered though. It, well, it, here they do. They've always done here apparently, but in Washington, you could just go to the different doctors, you know, easily. But um, here they just don't want to give you shit, which is fine, which is good. Well, yeah, because yeah, I mean, it's really look good at the for people here. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, this is—I think it's just like any other town. Honestly, it's just—it's just smaller. Any other, every town like Washington was full of drugs. I lived in Texas; it was full of drugs. So, when's the first time you actually took a Vicodin? Like, tell me about that experience. Dustin uh, is a vet. He only got out of the military. He was something happened, so he's he gets disability. So he his VA would give him Vicodin every. Like the really five milligram ones with the metafin in it. So it was really, really nothing. I mean, but of course it's something when you don't have never taken it before. So it's a pain pill that they gave him for his neck, for his back and his legs. And I started taking it. Um, that was when I just dabbled into it. And so, but he kept getting those. They were like the really, you know, whatever kind of, he took them barely. So I'm all taking them like they're, you know, um, you know, candy, uh, but I never really was that addicted to it as until I uh, was started to, like, like I said, a couple years before I got here. So I took it then. So that would have been 2006, 2007. Then I left him and I moved to California in 2007, and 2007 because he was a gambler. He was a gambler gambled gambler money away. And I was not even a drinker or nothing at that time either. It was just an occasional pill popper, but it was really nothing thing. So that's when I first started, but it was never really, never left addiction then.
0: What about when it really kicked into gear? When did that how did that
1: unfold? Like when did you start doing it again? And like how did that yeah, moment unfold? When I was a waitress. It was just there. It's like like kinda like think of it as a rock star around. Oh really? It's like that. It's like, hey, you, you don't you don't you're tired here, try this. And they're like, oh. they're gonna try that And I was like I was like, God, I don't feel good. I'll try this, you know. I was also pretty, you know, and I was always like Everybody liked to be around me, so they're like, "Here, cheer, here," you know. The, when I first started anything, it was with some guy. I was like, "Try this," you know. And I'm like, "Okay," and I would try. So I would try everything. So, yeah. Um. I mean, not that I thought did. I didn't do anything for it. I never. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't go to that part, that extent, but that's how things have started.
0: I did that once there was a party at our house like back when I was married and this girl she's like this lady she was older than me she goes try this and I go what is it she goes just try it and it was a pill it ended up being morphine and it made me sick for the whole night I've never taken morphine and I that was the last time I ever took anything that anybody ever gave me again yeah and I remember being I was so sick out that I was throwing up and I was like and I think then I wasn't a pill person either but I'm that was the one that got me. I'll never take anything wow, people give me. The morphine. wow. Oh, she was into hardcore drugs. So well, now that I look back, I did, I was very... Like, they're into, like, shooting up and all of this. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on.
1: So, like... That's one thing that I'm proud to say I've never done, because that Ouch. Who likes even giving blood? Like, oh, uh, yeah. Up? Like, I'll... Uh, anyway, yeah. so let's... So
0: you started doing it the waitressing job. Got to be for... It's like... It's like an addiction so then you moved to williston huh were you scared moving to like what was the thought process in knowing that you were going to move and not knowing where you would get some did you think about
1: like asking i people? did i did i saw also have people mail me some i had a dealer in washington that i had mail me some i just had to send them extra money and they would send it through coffee coffee oh, grounds are dogs able to pick that up Mm-mm. you could even put through toothpaste still at the bottom put it in there but if they oh okay you could even go on the planes and do that with weed. Because pills don't matter. Because pills you could just put in the, They don't... The pills are okay. You just put them in your... You don't put them in your carry-on bag. Put them in the bag you're checking. Mm-hmm. They don't... Okay. Um, but weed and stuff like that, which I personally didn't do that. I just had friends that when they would come visit... When, when I went to Korea quite often after I was an adult, and then I lived there for a couple years with Dustin because he got a, a government job there, um, we started friends that would I knew from there because... That would still come back and see their mother, who was living in Korea, who are big potheads. They're they're one of my best friends, and I'm like, where did you guys get weed from? It was very hard to get weed in Korea. They're like, we just put it in toothpaste and go on the plane and took it. I was like, Jesus, they I mean, they brought a shit ton of weed in toothpaste. Hell? And they were, big <laughs> but they were like, yeah. So I was like, I thought that was just awesome. So, I mean, I never really got into weed. I did go to jail for having a pinner in my car once for my ex husband. What's a pinner? A super tiny little joint. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, I went to jail once for that, too. And I had a mob. That's when I had a... I was, I was fucking with my husband, who was trying to get back with me. And I was using him. And I had a boyfriend in Tennessee. My husband was in Kentucky, and I had a boyfriend in Tennessee. I always go back and forth to fuck up both of them. <laughs> I, <just laughs> I was like, oh, I kind of want him now. Oh, he's a loser. I want him. I want him. I want him. One boyfriend I was on ecstasy for one whole goddamn year... And then when I stopped to get to see, I was like, what the fuck am I doing with this guy? And I moved from Tennessee that day back to Kentucky. No, Montana. No, Kentucky, and then Montana. I ran away a lot. It's fun. Always, my, I always had a boyfriend help me. I had a lot of boyfriends that helped me do things and I was such a bitch to them. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of how bitchy I was to most of my boyfriends and my ex-husband. I think that's what I'm paying for now it's okay no no i think <laughs> i was, was horrible god talk about self-righteous but you know what like you were used like toward the last oh, of you yeah and you oh yeah. i was yeah
0: <laughs> like that ego in me i look back and that's what i ran away from i was thinking about that the other day why did i keep running i knew with this pending doom was coming it was my ego was dying 33 yeah, he didn't get here till like two something.
1: Jeez, that's because I was
0: just too lazy. So, yeah. How long, and you? How long did it go on you having it mailed in Williston before you got turned on to kratom? How did that come? Well, about? Well, it
1: stopped. It had to stop. So I was here for a few months, and it just it had to stop. It, it, I didn't have the money, you know. I didn't was, you know. Destin was like he refused for me to be a waitress because he wanted me to be more at home because I was never at home. I was really an absent pretty. Did he know how much you were doing? No, I know that. Okay. I never told him. Did I, he know I, you were I, doing I, it at all? I t- he knows li- lately. Like yeah. I told him lately, but no, he did not, no. Nope. So, uh, it, like I said, all that stuff had to stop. Plus, I remember my dealer took my money and never sent it to me, and that was a big thing. So, oh yeah. And I was like, you fucking bastard. What, what What's he gonna do about it? What am I gonna do about it? I was like, nothing, yeah. right? So, and that, that's that. So that was the last of that. Um, I remember occasionally Dustin would get some still. He would get some. I would take, um, he would get 30 of them or something like that. I took them all, all in one day. Because they're only really five milligrams. They're really small. I would take them all in one day. And he's like, Where'd it go? And I was like, I don't know. The mailman must have. <laughs> Seriously, oh. did that. Oh, I did that once. And then I remember he went and investigated into and it to the UBSPS and da da da. And I was like, he was like asking the apartment for the camera. And I was like, What? Never found out. I never told the truth. I still haven't told the truth to that day. He asked me a couple weeks ago. He's like, did you? I was like, nope, that me. I didn't do that. Oh, he asked you a couple weeks <laughs> He's ago? He's like, did you? Because I talked about my pill thing. I told him how much I actually took and stuff like that. He's like, did you? I was like, nope, I did not. Why don't you just tell him? <sighs> Some things I don't know. It just comes out like I'm like, I don't know. Um, so, I researched online. I was like, "Well, there's gotta be something I can replace this for something. there has gotta be something that I can do legally." You know, that's that was my mindset. And then I, I'm telling you, I was on on the internet forever until I found out kratom. Kratom's just like kratom's just like opiates. Kratom's just like in, Kratom's just like this. And, so, and I'm reading, reading, reading. I was like, "I'm ordering some kratom." So I would order it off. Of, they had it on Amazon for fuck's sake. So I ordered off oh it, so Amazon. Amazon has so, yeah, everything. They don't have it on Amazon anymore, but they had it on Amazon, so I got it from there. Started it from there. Amazon? You don't think Amazon has it anymore? They they don't have it that like they used to have it the way they oh, kind of okay. have it in like a pill form and okay. like a drink form, but not how I got it, which is a powder form. I started with the powder form. Okay. And um, started with that, and then you know it just developed since then. I'm not really sure. Like I like the point is, I, I when I quit um when I started to create kratom I and I was kind of feeling the after effects of my body deteriorating. I was smoking outside and I looked up, looked t- to my left. This is my left, yeah. And I saw my stack of um, old, like, I have a lot of books like this that I've only like a couple of written in, but not not always finished. Yeah. finished. I would like start a new book or something. And I was like, just looked at this one. I was like, oh, let me see this one. And I'm reading it and I, I went to counseling when I first got here really? at this place. I've yeah. been to counseling here. Yeah, I went to counseling when I first got here and this was 2021-14, so I guess I came in 2014. And I, I talked about, I talked about. I was like, I made an appointment two weeks ago to see a drug counselor. Finally, it's this a boot time, you say. Finally, was seen today, and I let it out. Then persuaded him to allow me to start the meetings today. I spent persuaded? two persuaded. Yeah, I don't, Like that I, word you used. I persuaded. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't remember this at all. I remember. I even wrote everybody I met and their their characteristics, but I don't remember it at all. I was on drugs or nothing. Um. I spent two hours during an evaluation and went to a 5 p.m. to 6.45 p.m. meeting. I met an alcoholic, Logan from Puyallup, a mustache lady from here, a pothead, a chatty, loud girl from Alaska, just an overall addict, but mostly heroin, a man named Dustin from here on heroin, a heroin addict who brought his mother for support. Today was family day. (laughs) Um, Later on, an older man who was two and a half years sober from alcohol and another younger guy, I don't know what his, what he quiet, whatever, was addicted to, cause he was so quiet. I left more pissed and cranky than before I went in. <laughs> mm. I don't know why I'm scared. I don't know. I don't want this to haunt me, but it is. Who was I before this? What do I like to do for fun? How do I take my mind off this mess? Will I ever overcome this? And then I came home to two needy boys who were hungry. I was so upset at myself for whatever reason. I still don't know. But I didn't make a proper dinner and was constantly annoyed by Jackson, who since being here has made him a little tired and sick because of the dust. Then Dustin comes home and the first thing I say to him is, if you took any pills, stay away from me. (laughs) And I, wait, I say to him is, if you took any pills, stay away from me. Wow, what a bitch, right? Because if he took, he got Vicodin still and I said, I said the fuck away from you if you took Vicodin. And I I was telling myself, what a bitch, I'm sure he's tired of dealing with my horrible mood swings. To be married and have that. To be married and have that one person who you want to always be attracted to you and love you, but they mostly only see the worst in you as horrible and unfair. And then I talk about ambient is the worst me and so is spending money on pills, Vicodin, and Percocet. It's not your problem, it's mine. Selfish, you affect everyone around you. Gotta fix what you have done wrong. Moving here is probably the best move for me at this time of my life. Why ruin that by going back to dumb stuff? That's my name in Korean. Then I would write down each day how I felt. Jackson needs to
0: start sleeping earlier. <laughs> Just a big neck. He had an <laughs> ultrasound done.
1: Yeah, because I kind of have like a like a like you know. Oh yeah. I had a thing right here, and so doctors always when they always check it, they're like it's kind of bigger and I'm like I just have a big neck it's not a thyroid a goiter like you think um. so they always check me for it I'm like oh it's just a big neck I can't help it you know that's basically it so yeah and then on one point I I wrote down kratom on here and that must be when I started it So, what to tell me about the first time you did kratom? What was that like? I don't remember much, really. I just don't remember. I don't remember. I I think it gave me a warm feeling, like. But it just all I did was replace something that my hands needed to touch. That was bad for me. Like, I it just replaced something, that I I always told everybody. Here, there it is. I always told everybody that was when I start taking kratom. Yeah. <laughs> November tenth, yeah. two thousand
0: fourteen. That's yeah. almost how many years? Eleven years. 2014. Okay, never mind. 2014
1: <laughs> is six, seven years. Yeah, seven years. My addiction takes over everything. So, um, I don't really remember. I don't know if I felt euphoria. I don't remember. It just didn't. <laughs> if you're so embarrassed, where you lose sleep over it, then quit doing embarrassing things, Gina. Gina. your soul speaking to you i bet you if you look have
0: you looked back through all of these Mm -hmm, i did did you did
1: anything really hit you like you knew you were supposed to read it now yeah yeah i did it it, it was coincidental that i picked that up because i don't like reading my old journals because they kind of irritate me i'm like how what a dumbass i was but i looked at that one and i realized this is the notebook that made me talk about kratom and so i just oh that was oh that's my that's what i did last night oh i this i discovered there's three types of people the ones who help you when you are stuck, the ones who left you alone when you were stuck, the ones who courted you to be stuck. Two out of three ain't bad, right? There's, I mean, two, there's only one that's good here, but... Yeah. That's just, yeah. I, was, I couldn't sleep last night, so I was doing that. But this is my the letter I wrote. So,
0: describe this summer as... Like, your Kratom taking, like, how it got to be, like, the build-up to quitting. How do you feel it built up? How did you feel taking it? I mean, I had been around when you took it, and I just knew it was that thing you did, and I didn't.
1: Yeah, because I don't look like a weird, strung-out individual, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure I looked normal. If I didn't, then I didn't know about it, I guess.
0: Yeah, but we all had, like, I don't know. I guess to me it was just, like, I have my thing. Because you would, I remember asking you about it and you'd be like you weren't I wouldn't say you weren't you didn't encourage me like I want to say how you handled it like because I was curious I wanted to know you didn't encourage me it wasn't like you because I had to I had to buy it like once we went into that store I was curious I wanted to know like what this was all about Mm -hmm. but you never did make it like even though you liked it you never made it the thing that I should try I noticed that I had to think back on that. You never were like, you should do it.
1: <laughs> you said all the
0: bad things about it. And I'm kind of like, you're on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was on a hardcore too. Um, when I went to California, it, of course it's not illegal, so I can take it anywhere. I kept having to take it. And I, I have a pattern at my house. And then, so if you have a routine, you kind of forget that it's a routine. So I, I'm, when I'm here, I have a routine of taking it. When I was there, the routine was thrown off because of a different place. And I couldn't, I just realized how much I was actually taking it and when I thought about it. I was like, Jesus, I'm taking it even like before three hours now. I mean, I'm completely tired if I don't, if I go one hour without taking it lately. I'm sick of this shit. I and mean, when I'm putting bad things in my body. I also read just recently that they started spraying Kratom to, so that you can keep buying from this, this specific vendors. They started spraying it with opiate spray, which I don't even know what that means, just to make it more potent. Addictive. addictive. So when people take like, wow, Somber. I've never taken kratom. This is some good shit, you know. And they said pure kratom doesn't have the addictive qualities as these unfiltered, unfiltered kratom, I suppose. And I'm like, I don't know what to believe. Whatever, but I could understand that because some people say they have side effects, some people don't. And I'm like, reading, how the fuck are these people don't have side effects? And some people just don't uh, of of quitting it, of withdrawing is what I meant. Have been on withdrawing. But have they been on it for years? Some people that's C and that's BS. They
0: lie into you. Because I think yeah, anything, you take anything that long, something's yes. going to happen. Yes, if you take Tylenol every day <clears> that <throat> day and suddenly you stop taking it every day, that will affect you. Yeah. Like, I had allergy medicine I took this summer for two months. And, I mean, I had to take a break just to make the sure. Claritin? Yeah. I mean, that was a big deal. I realized, like,
1: I don't want to. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was, it's just, to me, it got dirty. It felt dirty in my body. So okay. I didn't, you know, it, it just—it just felt dirty. I, I, I mean, sometimes I'd be constipated, you know. I'm just like in tissue on top of that. Just dirty. I just felt just dirty and heavy right there. So my poop would always be super green. It's not at all anymore. <laughs> Yay, poop again, but <laughs> not it would always <laughs> be super green. It's not at all green now. But um, it is. It just made me feel disgusting, and and I didn't like that I. I had to take it so much at my family's just so I could have energy. Didn't, you know, and subconsciously I didn't know I was doing that. When I came home, I just knew I was, like, sleeping. And I was like, I'm not going to take it anymore. Dustin, I'm not taking it anymore. He's like, okay. Because I only had a little bit left, and I damn sure didn't want to waste any more money on it. So he said, okay, just just remember, don't go cold turkey, go take one or two. Uh, I haven't taken a dose at all. Remember I told you that I took one a dose mm-hmm. a day, so I didn't shock myself for three days. Really. It it hasn't affected me because I've I've had taken so much that one dose I don't think affected me. I don't know. It hasn't affected me. Maybe maybe it has. Maybe that's the reason I couldn't sleep for the last two days but or three days, but whatever. Um I haven't taken it. Nor have I wanted to, so I always feel like it's best to quit something if it's in the house. But that I've I thought that if I still have it in my house. That if I don't want to take it then I'm overcoming it. And it's, I still have some. I'm not saying that that's what everybody should do. I'm just saying for Kratom, that worked for me. For pills, that would have not worked for me. I would have gone to those pills in a heartbeat. Instead of even papering off, I'd be like, give me all that shit now. I want to party now. <laughs> party by myself too. <laughs> I always took drugs by myself. I never took it by anybody. I was taking it by myself and just hung out at my own, at the house. or uh, Work is different, but when I did take it at home, I just took it and hung out at home. Secretly. Didn't want anybody to know I was doing it never and it was always secret about it so she when it got full blown out of I took it secretly Dustin never knew I hit it really well and I was just getting shit done and I liked it like I said I don't know what I was before this I have no idea what do you
0: think's going to happen? What do you think you're going to find now that you're going to have the time to slow down? Because here's the thing. We're talking about how we're always speeding up. We're always busy, right? We're like now we've got this toxin, this drug in us. That's always speeding us out of sitting down and letting
1: this thing catch up to us. And I think this thing that catches up to us is. I, I mean, don't I, know. I mean, I see you and I kind of have some hope because, you know, oh, yeah. I haven't, I I mean, I mean you reached the bottom. You reached the bottom worse than I reached the bottom, you know what I mean? I mean, you would, let's <laughs> say I mean, I mean I think I would think jail's the bottom, you know what I mean? Yeah. A- and then then you came out to nothing. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I had no, like Well, that wasn't
1: the bottom. Well, oh, that
0: like if I look jail wasn't the bottom. The bottom was thinking I would never there was a time in 2017 that I thought I would never not need a drink to live one day. And wow. when I overcame that, like I do have the power to abstain. I was just making the choice to do it because that was my excuse to do it instead of deal with shit in my life and walk away from shit.
1: It's hard too, plus we all withdraw. The withdrawing process I think is what always scared me with everything. I, like I said, I, even if I didn't want to, when I was waitressing I knew I had to because I, I had to do a good job at work to get money just to get more drugs. Yeah,
0: <laughs> The see for me is deeper because now I, I, for me, I had to deal with all the emotions I had been avoiding. I had to deal with things that I've been running away from. I had to deal with behavioral changes. Why was I doing it? Why was I having to alter my mood to live in the life that I was living? I really had to, like, why? Why? Because there was this void in me, and I had to understand. That's where it came down in 2018 when I got my kids back, had an apartment, and I was. they were sleeping in the room down the hall, and I started crying. And I was like, this is my life? I got Kadobas. I don't even know if I'm going to be a good mom. Like, I suddenly realized there was this void in me, and I didn't understand it, and I knew as a kid that there was something more to life than what I was feeling, and then I knew. I knew there was something more to life than what I felt in that moment. I just didn't understand it, and I had to go through all, all of that fucking shit.
1: Of course, yeah. I mean, have so, to. like
0: the 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 getting sober over the withdrawals wasn't the bad part. It was what came after to
1: understand mm-hmm. what led me to the addiction. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's probably one of the reasons why I was showing this again. I mean, there's other books too that I have. That's you're doing a journal. I think it's so healthy for. I was just journaling. Well, I journal this way, so this is a start for me. I'm doing it again. mean I doodle, but did you write a letter to your man no you know man if you want me you better go to god (laughs) that's all i can say
0: anybody who wants me you better be in so tight with god that's the only way to get to know me you have to i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh no." no because you know what you're gonna have to work you're gonna have to like submit gonna have to give your life to god and surrender and be his servant forever that's what you're gonna have to be that's that's what i want well that concludes her letter <laughs> that is super it sounds simple but let me tell you for any egotistical man to, that's giving up
1: everything well mine is mostly it became i didn't really know what to say because i don't when did you start writing it when did you write it october 5th
0: that was two date monday no tuesday I don't remember. Yeah.
1: Was that was Tuesday. Yeah, you're right. What time of the day? That, it was at night because I just inspired to do it because I couldn't sleep at night. So I was like, mm. whatever. <gasps> this is what you should be doing at night. Yeah. Yeah. Start, this. Sorry. I did this last night. Cool. All right. I stepped outside today. I said, dear. Mm. <laughs> I don't know It's right. I stepped outside today only to find a cool breeze whisk by me. I felt the presence of you. For a moment, I was captivated by the wind. It took me to another life. Then you sent a butterfly my way to say hello. Thank you. When I think of you, I first see your eyes staring into mine. I can get lost in the ocean that is your eyes. When you smile, it melts my very existence back to childhood where I felt safe in the care of my mother's womb. A little deep there, (laughs) huh?
0: That's like, no, that's so dead on. You
1: don't understand. Like, that hit me. I'm like, yes, that's the inner child thing. I've had it. I've had the good ones, the bad ones, even the middle ones that aren't all memorable men. I'm talking about men. I now I, I now want the only one that was made for me and only me. How long you've been away from me? Where were you hiding? Who cares? You are here now. Our love has always been ages and timeless. I know you have been there when I haven't been able to detect your presence. It took me so long to finally recognize the signs. Kind, yet persistent, a hint of mystery, and a whole lot of humble. You inspire me to be better. You are showing me and, you are showing me to listen and not to be stubborn and untrusting. I am speaking to me, myself, and I to my soul. So this is to me. This is what I want for me. It's not a man. It's what me. Oh, my <laughs> so I realized that I was not talking about a man. I was talking about me. This is what I want. So I want to love me. Because to get what you want, you have to be. Yeah, so... I know you have been there the whole time and I haven't been able to detect your presence, me. Your soul, like the four yeah. wives thing. Yeah. So it took me so long to recognize the signs. I'm not gonna cry because my eyes, my makeup's gonna mess up, but yeah.
0: Don't wear stupid makeup. <laughs> we don't wear makeup so I need we to cry. I need to <laughs> feel I'm gonna I just feel to
1: a little bit pretty. But yeah, you so, so I wrote pretty. this and I don't, I didn't write it. I knew going in it wasn't about a man, anyways. I just know that when I look into the mirror, I want to—I want to into my own eyes. I want to be like, "You're going to make it. You're going to do this." When I think about a man, I want—I want to think about what I can do for myself. You know what I mean? Gina, you're going to. Well, if yeah, I, I know. Excited. Like
0: I'm telling you, from what you're going through, you're going to be like—you are going to love everything, and you're going to get there. Like I have no doubt. Like, there's some people, listen, there's some people in my life, sorry, probably, you know, same song, same story. You guys are probably going to die miserable. (laughs) I don't see the change. Good luck. But with you, I just, I already know. And it's all perfect timing. But that's so beautiful. Like, the whole inner child thing.
1: Yeah, because that's, like, you got to think about, of course, I don't know what it's like to be in my mother's room. But I know that when I was in my mother's room, I'm going to assume that I felt safe, comfortable, and whatever. I don't know, that was, you know, loved. Yeah. So it's like being cradle, like apparently I have a need to be, conf- con- what is it, comforted. I mu- I must need that if yes. I'm fantasizing about that. Of, uh, you know, something, like I didn't grow up with my mom. I did not have a mother growing up. I met my real mom when I was 18. I grew up with my dad who really wasn't at all really affectionate either. So that's, I, I'm not affectionate person because of that. Bailey, will you please shut that door fully?
0: That's it. <laughs> not that interesting? I made that connection today with affection. I was doing like a bunk podcast. Had some things going like... Triggering me. And it came down to... I had never experienced affection from any man in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. It had all been very e- abusive. And not loving or self-sufficient for the other person um did you you want affection what happened was so you haven't really met david but he's really called out that inner child in me and um through all this stuff that happened with the jail and everything like i read him the i read the email in aa Mm -hmm. And he goes, Do you know that? Like, he's like, You need to watch out and I'm like, No, you have to trust in God. You know? Watch out for what? (laughs) Well, he's like, See, he's gonna come by and hit you on your bike and I was like, No, he's gonna Yeah,
1: I mean I do worry about that as well, but I don't if he hasn't. If Revis
0: if Revis hasn't (laughs) (laughs) You're right. The thing is, like, if somebody was gonna come at me it would have been Revis when I called out everything. True. And all I
1: really did is cry about it. So yeah. Yeah. Like what did he do? And he's Well, actually what it did help Revis it did open his eyes to a lot of things. I do remember that. So it, he didn't sit there and go, what a bitch. He did sometimes, but he did also say she was right about that and this and that. So there was yeah. kind of a give and take in that whole thing. So it helped yeah. both of you guys.
0: So when I think about like, who is going to be the most angriest, when you call out in inner darkness and people, it runs. And um, he's just like, I'm so proud of you. He's like, and then he saw me ride my bike and he goes, you know what I saw when I saw you riding your bike? i saw the little girl in you that's starting to come out and i was like oh my god because i feel like i can just be me and i don't have to worry about that but then i gave him a hug yesterday and he squeezed my hand like like Aww. like okay listen you said that do you know what i did i i freaked out on the inside and i turned around and i walked away and i was like why did he do that why did he do that why did he squeeze my hand like that that sounds like he was being comforting he was but
1: you never my first
0: my (laughs) first reaction was defensive and i'm gonna come at you i had to walk away and i've been twisting about it until i did like because a man so i did this bunk podcast i had to talk about it Bailey could have left it out for there for two hours, but she had to pull it out an hour early. Why? I don't know. Because the middle school kids are about to come out, and I know they're a bunch
1: of a-holes.
0: Who cares? And um, so I had to reflect back. Like, I sat here, so I did the podcast, and I was like, why does this bother me? Well, I had a, a guy that I worked with in 2018 and 19. He was that old. And you know what? We went for a walk down by the river, in an open spot and I was having all this stuff internally come up about my stepdad so I was like internally really he asked he was trying to hit on me and I didn't realize it and he told me to close my eyes and I told him don't do what I think you're gonna do I'm trusting you well he did he kissed me and I freaked out even they told him not to? I did and I freaked out and I didn't just like that kind of freak out I crumbled like this fake exterior I had of safety Mm mhm suddenly my inner child was exposed and i felt like it was my stepdad Mm. all over again coming after me and i crumbled and i bawled i actually the next day we had to work together and i freaked out on him and i went and filed a police report with the police department they probably thought i was nuts because i was so riled up i couldn't believe this man he like like i told him to fucking not do it and so this i'm thinking it came up today i started crying about it and i was like what if david did that what if what if what if he would do that here i am exposing my inner child and somebody would lean in and then i was like why am i you know all the people i've told don't do that i don't like it and you still did it and it took me like i yeah big big men is something that
1: you have to overcome holy
0: shit i was like holy man this whole thing it drove me nuts all day gina i was i was begging god today to bring it out of me but through the process of like talking about it in the bunk podcast I realized that those, all these other men in my past were self-seeking. I was self-seeking in them something that wasn't for me. I shouldn't have been like the me now doesn't go anywhere without asking God. Everything I do, every person in my life, everywhere I go, God gives me the okay, gives me the don't okay. As much as people may not believe that, truly down to money I spend. Like down to the harp I bought. That's the only reason I'm comforted in the fact of buying it, is because I know God wanted me to have it. I feel it like it's it's there within me, constantly driving me. So you are not an affectionate person. No. And then I had to think deeper. Never from my parents. My father has never hugged me or told me Were he you, loved what me. What
1: about what about from your like men? Like say for instance, I, I'm not affectionate. My men. All the men I've been with, I don't know why I choose the they same kind of men. Never wanted to be affectionate. Really? i've had nothing but affectionate men and no. i'm all like get the fuck away from me a lot no i wanted affection really i never did no i, just wanted I to get did they're suffocating like, me i
0: wanted somebody to hold me and tell me everything was going to be all right i really wanted that but i chose the ex-husband who was kind of a piece of shit well, that i didn't love we have complete opposites. revis so yeah. he was never there he wanted to be gone all the time. Like, his life is he liked to be gone all the time. And I didn't. I wanted the family life. I didn't want to be working all the time. And he knows that. And then Chris, oh, like, he couldn't that. fucking be affectionate. I realized, like, every wow. time he touched me was aggressively to slap me, spit in my face for his own well, sexual... It's,
1: kinda, it's crazy. Maybe we should talk about the kind of men we chose. We, we, I mean, because there was a pattern in the men I chose... <laughs> And obviously we all know that we have, we have patterns of men we chose, but let's talk about that next time. Cause I really want to talk about that. Okay. The, the pattern of men that you've chose and that I've chose because it's interesting. Cause there's, less, I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. I do. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's interesting, right? To, yeah. I mean, I, then the,
0: they're all the pattern of my abuse as a child. They represent a piece of my stepfather that I had to defeat in each one.
1: What's my deal then? I don't don't get what my deal is. I did not want the affection that I got. And I feel like a bitch now saying it because you wanted it. I don't like cuddling. I don't like holding your hands. I like to do things pretty raunchy, you know? (laughs) I mean, I'm like the opposite of whatever. And I've always picked the guys that would get too involved. Okay. But I...
0: Okay, so maybe... On the end, maybe you like having that person chase you. You like the chase versus the actual.
1: Maybe I do.
0: R- maybe I like falling
1: in love, just to fall in love. You like people, like it's a validation of people wanting you. That's why. I, so if I just sit there and push them away, they would just keep doing it. Yep, and that validates your self worth. Could be, even though I can't. Yeah, I guess that could be.
0: Because you don't actually have to follow through, but they still want you, so it feels good. It's like, huh? That's a, that's kind of a sickness. There's, there's all. Listen, there's some women who aren't even like addicted to the actual drug of like doing drugs. I learned this in jail. There was one girl, my bunkie. She goes, it's not even the drug. It's the high of knowing that they're like, um, you know that movie Casino, Cher mm, Stone. Movie. Yeah. She's like, I just wanted to be lurker. Like her high above the man playing the game. She's oh, like, I mean, it like was her, the game. Yeah. That was the high for her. She goes, that's what I'm addicted to. Is it Jackson? I don't know. I can. He can come in.
1: Hey, we're, we're I knew you were here. Yeah, we're going to leave soon. Hey, Jackson. Hey. Can okay. I say hi to the podcast? Just say hi. <coughs> Hello, podcast. I am uh, not related to this in any way at all.
0: Okay, well. All right. Slightly. Okay, well, you Ever guys. So slightly. Where are you going? He's not here. Uh,
1: uh, all right. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he like, should be here he to be. <laughs> 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 all
0: right. Okay, so next time we'll talk about, we may yeah. talk, we'll see what happens. We're just going to talk whatever comes out of our yeah. loops. Yeah, I still want to talk about the men, though. But uh, Tuesday, maybe, Tuesday or Wednesday, just you let me know. Yeah. I'll get back on Monday. You get back to me when you're ready, and I'm usually, I'll go for it. Okay. Like, I get to sit in my robe, so. Yeah, and you just tell me if you yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Okay. Bye. Bye.